Here I am, the electric car superstar, talking to you wherever you are. Welcome to our Friday show here. We have an article read by G. Pescucci, but before we get into that, I'd like to talk to you guys about our featured beat of the week, and it's Futuristic Elroy. Everybody knows that's at Futuristic Elroy Challenge. We got the beat. We dropped the beat. You guys go on our Patreon site, contribute to the show. You will get this beat emailed to you, and you guys produce something on this beat, and we will put it out there. We'll put it on iTunes, do what we got to do. It's a legit contest is what we're doing, so I'll talk more about it later. But for now, enjoy the read. Why Ford Motor Company is Helping America's Police Forces Go Green, published by The Motley Fool, written by John Rosevere. The Ford Motor Company is showing off its latest electrified product in New York this week, a hybrid police car. What it is, a true pursuit rated hybrid police car. At first glance, the Ford Police Responder Hybrid Sedan, yes, that's the name, looks like a fusion hybrid sedan that has been given the cop car treatment. That's what it is, but Ford officials emphasize that the cop car treatment is much more than black and white paint. Ford's new police car has heavy-duty brakes and suspension pieces designed to hold up to sustain duty service, a revamped interior that includes seats designed to be comfortable for officers wearing gun belts, and a revamped gasoline-electric hybrid system optimized for police use. Ford said the police responder hybrid was tested by the Los Angeles Police Department, which does an annual test of new police vehicles and passed with flying colors. But to be clear, the new Ford is pursuit rated, a term that means it'll hold up to sustained use in urban patrol type service. It's not rated for full-blown highway patrol use, which requires heavier duty vehicles that are reinforced to withstand high-speed collisions. Ford expects it to be popular with urban police departments and not just for environmental reasons, part of a larger Ford electrification plan. Ford said that its all-new police responder hybrid sedan is part of its plan to encourage the adoption of hybrids and electric vehicles by showing that adding electric drivetrains to vehicles can do more than boost fuel economy. The new hybrid police car is certainly efficient with an EPA-estimated combined fuel economy rating of 38 miles per gallon, much more efficient than most police vehicles in service in the U.S. today. But Ford said there's more to it than that. The hybrid drivetrain can boost the car's acceleration when needed. And when it's sitting as police cars often are, the car's battery system can help supply the heavy electrical needs of police radios and other equipment, reducing the need to keep the gasoline engine running. Add it all up, and the message to city governments and cash-strapped police departments is that big cost savings are possible over time. While idling, the police responder hybrid sedan's lithium-ion battery helps power the high electrical loads of a police vehicle, reducing engine runtime and saving an estimated 0.27 gallons of fuel per hour. Police responder hybrid sedan customers could see nearly $3,900 a year in potential fuel savings per vehicle relative to the police interceptor. If a police vehicle is driven 20,000 miles per year, runs two shifts per day, 365 days per year, idles 4.9 hours per eight-hour shift, and is fueled at an average gas price of $2.50 a gallon. Not a big market, but an important one for Ford. Strictly speaking, in terms of sales numbers, police vehicles aren't a very big market. 
Ford sold a total of 41,685 police model vehicles in the U.S. last year, with the Explorer-based police interceptor utility accounting for about three-quarters of the total. The Taurus-based police interceptor sedan accounted for the remainder. That's not a lot of vehicles in the grand scheme of things, but police cars are important to Ford for reasons that go beyond sales totals. They're highly visible ambassadors for the Ford brand and an important part of the Blue Oval's government fleet offerings, which together account for around 5% of Ford's U.S. sales every year. Rivals General Motor and Fiat Chrysler automobiles would love to win more of that business. Will police departments go for Ford's new hybrid cruiser? Ford's thinks it's well-suited to win sales from urban departments concerned about cost and fuel economy, and I'm inclined to agree. Police department vehicle buyers tend to be fairly conservative in their choices for obvious reasons. Lives ride on those choices. If Ford says it's good and the LAPD says it's good, then that's probably good enough for most departments, particularly if the cost works out favorably over time. 10 stocks we like better than Ford. When investing, geniuses Dave and Tom Gardner have a stock tip it can pay to listen. After all, the newsletters they have run for over a decade, Motley Fool Stock Advisors has tripled the market. David and Tom just revealed what they believe are the best 10 best stocks for investors to buy right now. And Ford wasn't one of them. That's right. They think these 10 stocks are even better. Buys. End of article. Here we go. The article read from Gene Pascucci. And now begins a sweet beat behind my voice, which is futuristic. All right. I touched up on that a little bit in the beginning. And you guys know what you got to do with that. I'll, I'll cover some more of that towards the end. We have a surprise for you here on our Friday show. I actually got in touch with Gene Pascucci on Facebook. And uh, we called each other Facebook. So we're going to try this out, see how this works out. How you doing, Gene Pascucci? I'm doing great. How are you? It's pretty good. Pretty good here. Uh, we're hoping this works out. It gives us another avenue to do interview podcast. This is kind of rare here. We got our reader on with us, our reader here, so that she could, you know, roll with me here with the commentary. And we all know, you know, Jean loves Ford. She's a, she's a Ford girl. She she would prefer Ford over most vehicles. Is, is that right? That is correct. I always own Ford. And you right now, you have uh, Ford Energy, right? I do. Yeah, how, how you liking that? I'm loving the car. It's actually a fun car to drive, and I am actually enjoying the different driving style. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It, it is pretty cool. Now, what's going on here is is Ford is is really going aggressive with electrification, and they're going to be targeting the commercial industry. If you've heard many of my other podcasts, I always bump that Ford F one fifty. What do you think about? Uh, fully electric Ford F-150. You think that'd be pretty cool to watch? To be honest with you, I think they need to start going with the larger cars, the SUVs, the trucks. Happy Ford Escape hybrid electric car in a minute. Yeah, I know this. It's a lot of the people that are that are talking out there that they need to hit that SUV market because it, it's, it is an attractive market to hit. Um, the only SUV out there right now that you can buy is the Model X for Tesla, and that's a lot out of a lot of people's price range. So Ford is, I think Ford is going to hit the SUV range. But, Absolutely agree with you. 
Yeah, because I mean, they they they're uh, they're going for the markets that nobody else has. They're, they're letting they're letting Chevy, they're letting Nissan, and they're letting all the ICE um, companies deal with the uh, smaller hatchback cars, and they're just going to go after the giants. Well, if you've seen uh, on the news the New York City car show, they've been showing a lot of hybrids and electric cars. Yeah, I mean, I'm more I'm more towards fully electric. The plug-in hybrid right now seems to be the better option for most people. And I've been driving fully electric for four, four to five years, and I've, I've been it's been doing me good. There are limitations to it. I talked to you a little bit earlier, and I heard that they might be putting in a plug at your job. That is correct. I'm excited. So that's going to probably make your commute fully electric, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Actually, with all the errands I do at work, I won't use any gas at all. Really? <laughs> you know what? That's that's a commonality I get from a bunch of people that um, I talk to with plug-in hybrids. They they really want to get away from the gas pump. Of course. <laughs> now this article, though, we'll hit on this article. Now we, you know, we're we're trying to bear away from the article. Ford makes it's going to make plug-in hybrid police cars now here in upstate new york i drive to work and i see that they already have chevy bolts out there as police cars i saw two of them today you know guide me a whole one because they give me a 0.5 are you kind of excited about that that they're going to hit up police stations i think it's absolutely exciting and to be honest with you with the car the acceleration is even better that, that's what um, people don't know. You know, it's, it's one of those things that hidden secret for electric cars. And a lot of sports cars are going to be pushing this. I mean, even Ford hinted on um, a Mustang hybrid where the primary acceleration is going to come from the electric engine. Really? Yeah. And from what I hear, it's going to be pretty sick. Um, I did do an episode where a guy actually converted to Shelby. Fully electric. And the thing is a monster. I bet the acceleration on that is pretty good because it's amazing with electric. How fast you can go. And I hear you have a left foot too. So the, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that quickness probably makes you a little bit happy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Or the nice thing, if I may say one thing, if I may make a comment. Sure. The thing about making a police cruiser electric is most of the devices run on electric. So it saves gas when they're idle. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's it is gonna save the taxpayer if they can go this route where they electrify their fleets. I, I do believe it. I mean that the one vehicle out there that I'm, I'm amazed that's not fully electric now or, or hybrid electric or whatever electric electrified in any manner is is mail cars. I mean that's uh that's probably our largest fleet, our largest government fleet in america right now is the postal industry and to see those little post trucks i see no reason why they can't be electrified i agree now the thing i what's cool here is that this car the the hybrid is actually a, it's a fusion hybrid so your car is a fusion right that is correct but basically you're going to be you're going to be confused for a police car now what? <laughs> what color is your car again? Black. Yeah, so you're gonna be confused for uh, a 
cop car. <laughs> now, that's funny. Th- there's a question I want to ask. Now, have you, because you, what was your previous car? It was an Escape. An Escape uh, ICE fully, right? Now, yes, that is. Okay, so, so are you seeing any gas savings now? Oh, absolutely. What what are your gas savings like? Because some of the some of the stickers they they don't really tell people the real story behind how much they save when they use plug-in hybrids. Well, I bought or at least the car in February. Okay. And I have filled it up two and a half times. Two and a half and times. And my job does make me travel a lot. So to make long story short, I have probably run more on electric miles when I have gas. And I get at least 16 miles to the gallon. Wow. When I am on gas. Okay. So, as it's regenerating with electric, I always use it. So, so I mean, so your miles per gallon is ridiculous, is what you're saying. It's just so obvious. You know, people people don't know until until they get into the vehicle and they actually experience it. I mean, they, you want they, to know the most... Go ahead. Thing. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Is I get up in the morning and I turn it on and I see how many electric miles I have and I utilize every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's we have Volt and I we we do the same thing and mm-hmm. it, it is it's 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 amazing to see how your driving changes and how much you appreciate the fact that you can get from point A to B without using any gas. And, and, and I believe it's like an intro to full electrification for most people. It's, it's a safer route because people do want to, you know, take their car either on long trips. And as for you, you do run a lot of errands at your job. So you're in and out of office constantly. That that plug at your job is, is going to be amazing for you. Yes, they are talking about putting one in there, which means I will use no gas at all. Now, would it be a a 240 or just a 120? 240. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're going to be outside of the gas room for a while. And it's it's one of the reasons why the oil industry fears electrification, even in plug-in hybrids like yours, like your Pure Fusion Energy, because people are going to plug in at work. They're going to plug in at home. And they're, they're going to keep moving further and further away from going to that gas station and dropping even more money into the car as far as fuel costs. Agreed. I think I've only put $7 in my car since I've had it in February. That is, that is insane. Insane. Now, what do you think about the article now? I know we're jumping back and forth here. It's the first time I've ever done an interview along with an article read, along with the Friday show. So bear with me a little bit here. You, uh, The Motley Fool, I love these guys. These, these guys, they really dig into the research of a car because they're interested in the financial aspect of the car. I mean, they're, they're talking about the car, but they're also talking about the company because they're, they're trying to raise awareness and interest in the stock and the company. So what do you think about the article? I thought the article was awesome. To be honest with you, I think it's a great idea as far as having a police car, hybrid gas, as far as electric gas. Yeah, and uh, I saw what you were talking about earlier about the stuff in the car. 
You know, it says about the battery system that can supply heavy electrical needs of the police radios and other equipment. And by reducing the gasoline engine, I mean, it's, it's, this is, this is going to be something that that's going to push them further and further into electrification. The amount of money they save the taxpayer by moving into electrification, is just going to be more noticed in the near future. I mean, it, the ball is rolling a lot faster than I thought it would be when I first started this podcast. And if you think about $3,900 a year and potential potential fuel savings, figure that over 10 years of that car on the fleet. And the multiple cars too. Correct. So, I mean, the the amount of savings is going to be ridiculous. This This is a good move. A good move for Ford to target the industry because companies want to save money. Fuel is an expense for a lot of companies, a lot of uh, uh, carriers. Uh, you in, in your office, I'm pretty sure you use um, use like a letter carrier service to get letters um, in and around town. And those companies too, they're going to realize it soon enough that if they electrify their vehicles, they're going to be saving money. It, it's gonna it, it it's gonna go crazy now the autonomous driving that's gonna that's gonna take a while to get hit to to hit the street but all all this stuff is coming it's all gonna come to a head so i absolutely agree so gene pascucci we're coming 14 minutes in to the podcast and plus your read so we're gonna close this out right here i just want to thank you the electrification nation wants to thank you uh you braved the show you went in you read an article and you sent it to us we used it for one of our shows. Uh, when you first heard your uh, your first article read on the Electrification uh, podcast here, Electric Car Superstar, what did you think? I thought it sounded pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, you do sound you do sound pretty good. It took me a while to get used to my own voice, but I enjoy listening to the podcast. I enjoy the beast behind my voice, and I enjoy when you guys step up and read articles for us. And you know, you you even went further to to help me try to expand the podcast because right now I, I use Skype for my last two interviews and this time I want to venture into Facebook because Facebook has a voice over IP and you agreed to help me with that and I'd like to thank you and the Electrification Nation likes to thank you. We're all in this to uh, expand the knowledge that is uh, electrification and let people know that you know, electric cars aren't like the boogeyman that, you know, a lot of people don't know. And the ones that know, you know, they, they, they're here, they're helping us grow. So I'm going to close it out uh, right here. A uh, podcast is getting long. Gene, thank you so much again for helping me with this. It's going to make the show expand even further. We, I hope to have you again. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, of course. And keep sending those articles in. We're going to use them. I'm going to talk a little bit now about futuristic Elroy. I'm going to close it out with that and our appreciation section here. First off and foremost, thank you for sticking with the show all the way here to the end. Um, Thank you for contributing to the show through Patreon. Now, Patreon is a great service. We're doing something crazy with Patreon right now. When you subscribe to the service, we are going to send you this beat behind my voice right now which is futuristic Elroy and we have a challenge with that the challenge is at futuristic Elroy challenge 
once you get the beat, you can sit there and rap to it, sing to it, do what you got to do, produce, I mean, send us something, you know, awesome to hear, put it on social media, do what you got to do, and we're going to pick out one of these songs, and we're going to produce them, and we're going to publish them on iTunes. Uh, Chris agreed to do five, we're going to do five, and we haven't had any submissions yet, so guess what? If we get one submission, if we get two submissions, if we get five submissions... Those are the top five submissions. This is your chance to feature yourself out there on iTunes, and we'll do the work for you. So get get to cracking, get your stuff going there. Um, hit up our Patreon and get the beat and do what you got to do. So at Futuristic Elroy Challenge, we're waiting. We're waiting to hear this. We're going to feature some of your songs too at the end of our podcast. And we're excited about this. I hope you guys are too. I am the electric car superstar. The sweet beat behind my voice. Futuristic Alroy is FLX Beats. You guys out there pushing the show, going to show, are the Electrification Nation. And the man making me and Gene Pascucci sound great playing podcast producer Christopher Fletcher. And we are out.